Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 403rd episode of the Geek First Podcast. I am Mr. Pink, Travis Snail, and I'm joined by the fellow Pew Boy. Yes, the second half of the Pew Boys. I am the $400 million Kirkman Patzer. Hmm, gonna have to explain this. Arguing to Invisible Man as Bob's. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, you either watch live or you check out Patreon because you get the uncut. Well, we, we just had a whole tournament opening that you may not hear in the podcast feed. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, find us on Twitter and Facebook. But most probably go right in the description below because, like I was talking about with Patreon right there, you can go there. And this is for patrons that don't know at the $5 tier or higher. Check it out. There's a behind the scenes thing. There's a whole bunch of stuff. It's talking about our summer plans, our fall plans, our new Patreon plans, our movie update. Uh, we're putting out a survey soon. So tons of things there. But most importantly, even if you don't know if you're going to be able to support the Patreon or you're just sing about it, go to Patreon because the very first page has a whole like like paragraph of what we're going to be doing in the fall. Legitimately this time because you guys have got all our gear, stuff like that. Supporting us is going to create new content, and there's a whole spiel about that. And if you're interested, there's a whole 30-minute conversation that I had on my lunch break. There's a few trucks that went by, so they're loud. But just a little update to the viewers and everything like that, and just some, you know, a little teases to what's coming in the future. Like I said, Twitter, Facebook—that's where you can find our schedule. This week, we got—we just released the superhero draft, so you can go check that out. I'm very excited because uh, that's my favorite. 
Cold and Geeks and that is one of my favorite times of the year. And that's the best thing about Patreon, you guys listening, supporting us. We have more planned for next year, more drafts. We have, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm going to save it. That's going to why you're going to have to go to Patreon. Patreon still don't give you the updates, but we have about three or four drafts planned. And because tons of people have always said like the Golden Geeks and draft, what they look forward to. And that's kind of like our staples. You know, everyone can do a movie review. Everyone can do news, but those, those are ours, you know, those are our things. Oh, yeah. So, and I love, like, even I did listen selfishly. I usually don't listen much geek first, but I listened to the draft again today. I love the whole maneuvering and who's going to pick who and stuff. So check, <laughs> check that out. Check out the podcast network. We have geek ultimate Alliance. Go check out DC Alliance because they just announced our new show coming over there. I'm not going to spoil it. Go check that out. Download. They just did a good episode. And then this week or next week, I'll be on guessing superhero discussions with Travis Hines because I just watched Halloween, Long Halloween Part 2. I didn't like one. How did I like two? You'll have to find yeah. out on that one. And then I just guessed on Marvel Alliance last week. So lots of good stuff popping up there. Seven shows. What is it now? Eight shows, actually. Seven days a week. There's a whole schedule. You go over there. Lots of great people. Lots of great shows. Patreon, I said. If you can't support us there, that's completely fine. Head over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star written review. We got a bunch of nice snow-written reviews, but he still gave us some five stars, so I appreciate that. If you don't want to write, completely fine. I think I've hit everything that there is to hit. You guys did uh, Rocket League. Go yeah, check out the... tons of fun with that. Yeah. I posted some highlights mm-hmm. on it. There was, there was some spectacular matches. At the end of the day, I think we still lost more games than we won, but mm-hmm. there was some golden moments that made it feel like a winning day. So definitely go check go. those out on our Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Geekverse. Yeah, and if you have Amazon Prime subscription, if you Twitch Prime stuff that you don't use, throw it our way because for those streams that help and also just supports us overall. I think for the next few weeks there'll probably be no streams, right? Because you're gonna be somewhere gone, right? You know, I'm gonna be somewhere gone. Yeah, uh, come Sunday this week. So who knows if I happen to find some moments? <laughs> is this like Shay's body coat? Kirkland looks hot in this red hat. Artu Horoff. This is like two weeks in a row. For last week, some of how hot you were and stuff like that. Shay, she, you must have a bot account. Come on now. She she is on her iPad right now, so I can't say what what uh what she's doing. But uh yeah there you go. It could be her <laughs> well it's good but, uh, all of no. them inserted over at what some point Geekers. I gotta ask uh Carl, doing something good. Yeah, I, I gotta ask Carl what happened to the other girl in Ireland, remember, during Patreon? That, That's right. Yeah, one of our yeah. patrons, yeah. But anyways, you're yeah, saying, cause you're going to visit yeah, the so family. I, I may or may not find a time to get like a quick stream in. It wouldn't be Sunday, because I'm leaving Sunday morning. But if yeah. I do, you know, just keep your eyes peeked on the, on the Twitch and the social medias, because I'll always post when we're going live, and the Geek First page will usually retweet nice and promptly. Yeah, and then for the next two to three weeks, I'm going to be holding down the floor. Uh, Dylan probably is going to guess the one. I might have some other guests, but nice. you're going to get at least three Travis's three times a week. I'm doing two newscasts, and I'll be reviewing What If. So I'll be putting that schedule out there. So we're going to have lots of fun together. And yeah, if you're on Patreon, send me questions and whatnot, because if it's lighter news, I'm excited to discuss it. So I think that's everything. Let's start wrapping off this news, because we got tons of stuff to talk about today. Uh, let's start with what the main title is, the uh, thumbnail that Taylor almost achieved at, but uh, Kingpin and the MCU. Now, this, I got to preference this a few ways, as far as I don't know how, what tier this rumor's on, because it started, and I know you're going to roll your eyes, it started on Reddit, okay? On Reddit, it was like Marvel spoilers, but I think this account has before posted things that ended up being true. But it was like some Marvel spoilers tier, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, Wilson Fisk. And this is why I don't know if I believe it. It was like, Wilson Fisk is going to appear in like episode five or episode six of Hawk. It was very specific, but some people go, well, it, that's how they know because maybe they're working on the set or they're working on the episode. Mm-hmm. They know it's that episode. So the reason I'm saying preferencing as far as 
they put that out. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, fuck, it's Reddit. I don't know. But then some other people started running it, sourcing Reddit. But then people were bringing up reports from last year that and it was late last year that was like Charlie Cox, John Berthnall, Kirsten Ritter, and uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin are all being tapped to come back to the MCU. We don't have any proof yet, but as right now, Charlie Cox is rumored for Daredevil. Kirsten Ritter, I think, is rumored for She-Hulk. And now this is another one of Wilson Fisk rumored for MCU. So I, I have some more things to bring up. But one, obviously you didn't want to watch Daredevil. You've seen a little bit. But what do you think the actual chances are as far as us getting that kingpin, Vincent Office kingpin, in the MCU? Specifically, the rumor is Hawkeye right now. I think it's quite likely, honestly. Um, just it, like if I'm looking at the deets of like the the rumors, like it is pretty specific. Um, so like you're saying, like check our Discord too. Uh, it's a down below. If not, tweet us, Facebook us. We'll give you a link. S Buzz is always dropping some knowledge in the chat, uh, and he dropped oh, yeah. some here. He said it was a description sent to the mods for Marvel spoilers. Supposedly they had video evidence they showed the mods, but we didn't see the video evidence. So there's the it's a uh, believe yeah. me sort of thing. So that's that's where the source is coming from. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, so I feel like just the details uh, like surrounding the rumor makes it pretty plausible. And also, like, I loved, like, I haven't seen all of Daredevil, but I've seen plenty of episodes with him in it. And I love that interpretation of, of the character. Um, I think you were the same. I, I, I was talking to some other people, and they, they all seem, like, really positive on the King oh, yeah. choice. So I definitely think it's, it's likely. Also, since we're getting... Um, What's his name? Uh, Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Like, in the MCU, so, like, that's one character uh, from the Marvel show, or the Marvel Netflix shows that we are actually getting in the MCU now. There's talks of, like, Kristen Ritter now, and again, that's all rumors up to this point, but I, I, I'm leaning pretty likely, actually, that he is, because I, I don't think it's... Like, it's not one of those characters that would, like, be a big, like, Thanos-type villain, but I, I think it would be really fun if, if they do it properly, and then he can just, like, kind of be, like, I don't know, just, like just shaking on like some other like smaller mcu titles whether it's just tv shows and then like maybe when he makes a big movie or possibly make a big like movie appearance down the line i don't know i i, I just think it's it's really really plausible and i i'm i'm, I'm in the bandwagon of uh, i'm i'm thinking it's actually gonna happen now no we'll see what happens on episode five what if it's like episode six and then we're like oh that those scoopers were bullshit yeah <laughs> can't trust anyone yeah i can't trust them at all those fucking scoopers yeah um yeah it, it's tough right because uh family clay says if cox is likely why can't vincent as says a big street level villain i believe some yeah. things as far as like we've talked about this before that there's these tracks in the mc right you have the space track right now that's thor and guardians um probably some other ones right maybe secret invasion captain marvel so maybe that's all together before it was like oh we have this multiverse stuff and time travel stuff how's that gonna work well it looks like it's all together right but then we have the side stuff of you had black widow you have hawkeye you have moon knight which moon knight okay yes could tie in a blade because it's supernatural but moon knight's also a street crime fighter so I've always wondered, it's like, with the street people, is it going to be just Thunderbolts and that's the idea? Or is there something more? I would love it still if there is, like, low, not low, I shouldn't say low stakes, but low stakes in a way where I would love if there's multiple shows or a movie about characters dealing with what a Daredevil have to be like. Like a Kingpin, you know, like, you know crime weapons drug dealing stuff like that but it doesn't have to be oh and kingpin also has this thing that's going to destroy new york just yeah. like no this guy's ruining the city now the mcu lots of stakes are always quite big like you even look at wandavision where it's like oh it's a small story it is but she took over whole city right and everything like that but 
it does make sense. And Clay brings up as far as Cox, why not Vincent? I think it, No Way Home is such a tipping point to be like, what are we going to get? Because also we think Toby and we think Andrew. Hopefully we'll see that in a trailer. But I think if Cox is in this, and I do believe these reports and everything like that, but if he is in this, that is the official, well, they did it. You know, I, we talked about this with Spider-Man Far From Home. The second J.K. Simmons was in that, it was like that changed everything for me. Of like, oh, they could cast whoever they want, really, you know, because they just brought him back to be Jonah. So it's the same thing. If Charlie Cox gets confirmed, whether it's before the movie or in the movie, it looks like we can play with those characters in those worlds. The only thing is, people keep bringing him up as like he want like we got to have him back. I do agree with that. I think he's a must if you can. I just wonder if you can get that same characterization you did with the Daredevil show. And this is the thing we still haven't got answered yet: Is Charlie Cox playing just? a new daredevil but it's the same actor or is he playing his daredevil do we have his baggage right so the same thing with this kingpin do we have his baggage do we have his version of vanessa is he kind of this big man child or is it just a new version of kingpin with him playing him i don't know it's it's very difficult to say once again we'll know from spider-man far from home maybe or no way home maybe that's what this whole multiverse stuff is and sure again i want it you asked me hey we got kingpin can we get vincent yeah absolutely and he'd be a great street level villain if you want to have the hawkeyes of the world the moon knights of the world daredevil when he gets his own show stuff like that she hulk even he could play a big bad for a lot of people totally. but it's just it it's just that big hang-up of what version is it you know is it that one he originated or is it something new and that that we won't know until hopefully december but yeah i a part of me i mean again like to preface like i haven't finished daredevil so i don't know what his character like evolves like throughout the show or like how is Mm -hmm. like does he change much you can spoil it (laughs) he he changed like i won't say like he changes mostly in season one from being to kind of like oh i'm trying to save the city to just accepting like i'm a criminal and this is life the only thing that really changes is his public persona as far as more people know about wilson fisk is the kingpin but that's the thing so let's say kingpin is hawkeye right does everyone know hey wilson fisk is a bad guy or do they do that route again of wilson fisk and the kingpin we don't know they're the same people because in daredevil the show they do establish they are the same people the public knows that everyone finds out he was the kingpin so i think that's kind of the fun with kingpin though is people not knowing wilson fisk is kingpin for a little bit right but if they bring that over well that's gone he's already kingpin so that's that's where i i i think we're gonna get them playing I still wonder if it's going to be they're playing versions where it won't even matter. Like that backstory could be true right. or could not be true, but we're just not going to acknowledge it and move forward. So, but he was left in a place where the public knew he was kingpin. Yeah, I because I, I could see the MCU like wanting to do their own thing, like not have um, basically what <laughs> yeah, a live action super collider. See how that looks. See what the budget Thank looks you, like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, like I, I could see them wanting to do their own version of it, but like maybe hint at something like from the Daredevil show, so that like the fans of the Daredevil mm-hmm. show are like, oh, okay, like they're not completely just retconning all of that we saw, um, but they're they're still leaving it so he, his character can go a certain way if. I don't know. They they need this type of villain in, in this type of movie down the line. Um, I personally want them. I mean, I'm such a big fan of like the charismatic like guy on like it, like by day, and then just like the villain at night, which is pretty much like what his character is. I'm thinking also like Lex Luthor, where he's just like very charismatic with like the people, but then like behind the scenes, he is 
like being really like just dark and grimy and a really bad guy. But I guess if they're yeah. if they're taking the version from Daredevil, like you just said, like it's pretty much all in one there. But I I still think the MCU would want to do something fresh. But I think they'll just do it really cleverly where it'll it'll be an easy enough pill to just digest of okay this is the version of our character that we have here but also leave him open to evolve down the line whether it's in a we see him in like a collab movie i'm i don't think avengers but like another one of those movies that brings a bunch of characters together and like not even have him as the main villain just like a a side guy that almost seems like he's making like a deal with our with our allies and then he's just got his own plans to it because i i just really like those types of villains so again i'm kind of just pulling out of my hat of things i'd want to see <laughs> but yeah i i don't know i i trust them i think they're gonna have a smarter plan than what i could ever pitch so what does he say here if vincent uh tony says if vincent is coming back hopefully he makes appearance of moon knight too much is going on in spider-man for him to be mm. shoved in there i agree i, I also feel like that, yeah. Sp- yeah i think spider-man's role in the mcu which i don't exactly love i think kingpin is kind of too small for it now like the if we're getting into spider-man dealing with multiple yeah multiverse and multi universes i think kingpin's someone you start off with (laughs) it's like yeah and then (laughs) and then you move up uh and then he says marvel studios rumors said he wouldn't appear in spider-man yeah and that's been the thing where people naturally jump to right because to me I, I now, as I'm older, connect Kingpin and Daredevil more. But as a child and most of my teen left, I put Spider-Man and Kingpin. That's definitely because the animated series. Yeah. And I just always drew those together. But it is in the MCU where it's like, I don't think that makes too much sense. He could appear in another movie, but in this sort of world, I don't know. And I guess technically he is a Marvel character, like an MCU character. So they almost would be smarter not to put him in Spider-Man because if that deal ever falls apart again, it's like, well, he's already, he's, he's our daredevil moon Knight villain, you know, like he's not Spider-Man. So would I love to see it? Sure. Like I said, maybe, or like even Kirk was saying in a crossover or something like that, but I don't really foresee it, but yeah, I moon Knight possibly any, I think any show that takes place in New York could be a thing. Moon Knight. We don't know. Cause I think moon Knight, they're filming a few other, locations and i could see it ending moon Knight ending with him becoming the crime fired new york i could see the whole show being about before that so yeah well we'll see so that's something that i feel like i've kind of been missing in the mcu so far is okay we have our location in new york but like spider-man's new york feels a lot different from like dr strange new york or something like it is the same mm-hmm. city but because we just don't Oh, it was the same city, but Kirkland Patzer is gone. So, uh, S-Bub says Vincent also liked a post on Instagram that said he was going to appear in Hawkeye (laughs) and then unliked it. He is back. Uh, Yeah, people (laughs) on Instagram are doing a great job. Like, Jamie Foxx from a month ago posted that thing of, like, all the Spider-Man looking at the sky. He took it down. There was that. I can't remember. There was another one recently where, yeah, people need to... And not Alfred Molina, but people need to learn to watch that Instagram. You know, it's like I, I try not to even spoil stuff with the podcast network or geek. <laughs> first. These people, fucking people are posting Toby photos and stuff like that. And at the same time, though, they'll like there's enough evidence that I could play devil's advocate as far as he just liked it. And then he was like, oh, no, I shouldn't do this to get the fans right up. Or it's the opposite where he liked it thinking it was uh, like Marvel putting it out there and then realized, oh, shit, it's just a rumor. So it's very tough. Right. But I it's kind of that it, it smoke there's fire it's it i think once no way home comes out and well it's actually what were you gonna say kirk and then i have a second question for you um i think i was just pretty much like laying in how because 
like a big mo- like a movie they can't afford to like cast i don't know every new york type character in their movie so then they just completely ignore them so they just feel like disjointed even though it is the same sit like city whereas i feel like if you had yeah. someone like wilson fisk that's just like an an ominous cloud over like the city of new york it doesn't matter if we're getting uh i'm assuming moon knight is new york as well is he yeah, yeah. so like if, if we're getting like moon he, knight, he goes all over but like he gets home based in new york eventually like many do yeah <laughs> so like it doesn't matter yeah, if, we're, yeah. if we got daredevil moon knight um I mean, Blade's going to be in there, I'm sure. Uh, like, just Hawkeye all, all, already. Yeah, all these characters that are in New York, if there's just this cloud of Wilson Fisk, I feel personally it'll just make it a lot more believable that it is the same town. It, like, e- even I, like, you know, I, I know it's New York, but I don't know. I want to see, like, some, I don't know, like Peter Parker backpacks with, like, spider webs just, like, randomly on the wall if I'm watching, like, a Moon Knight thing, you know, just, like, crossover things. Like, you don't need the actors there just to make me feel like they're actually there. Well, and even then, like, a show something simple as Armor Wars, he could easily be the villain for that. Like, I know yeah. he's not, like, an Iron Man villain per se, but it's, like, Avengers Towers and lots of Tony operations have been in New York. Maybe he's trying to buy parts that Tony had and stuff like that. Like, Kingpin is one of those kind of mastermind guys that you could really put anywhere. My follow-up, though, which I didn't even think about this, and I've not talked about this with anybody... As of right now, last time this newscast, or last time we did the newscast, they had confirmed that Ms. Marvel and Hawkeye are still on track to come out this year. So that's great. I'm very excited. You know more Marvel. The thing is, though, if he is in that, technically, because of how it got delayed, we're going to get Kingpin. We would get him first before Charlie Cox. Because this is coming out. Yeah, because Spider-Man would have been out before, but now because of the delays, Hawkeye is out before. So it's very so it's almost reversed by saying, oh, if we see Cox, I'll know Kingpin's you know possible. But it might be the way around where we see Kingpin first. We you know, oh, Cox is on his way because it's just like because to me, it's like if you have Kingpin in there, it's like well, they're bringing everybody. And I've I've said this before. I love Charlie Cox. I love Vincent D'Onofrio. It's tough because I understand the character and the violence, and everything. But you have to bring over John Berth and the Law's Punisher. You just have to. I don't know. Whatever you want to do, however you want to play it, he to me is like Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, Margot Robbie, Harry Quinn. He is Pittsburgh. Charlie Cox to me was a good cast, and then he became Pat Perfect. Same thing as Vincent Nolfield. John Berthold was born to play that role, and I hope this means he gets in there. And like I said, I want if even if there's like a New York, you know, a Defenders. <laughs> I don't know if they'll go that route again, but. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it's very interesting. So S-Bub says Ironmonger MK2 piloted by Fisk. Yeah, you never know. Fisk sure would love a suit and everything like that. No, S-Bubs. I do not want the origin story of Fisk uh, was fired by Tony Stark. Let's not go down that route. And uh, Tony says you could have a conversation with Justin Hammond Armor Wars. Yeah, that's, again, like we were just saying, he could be a villain that's behind a bunch of stuff. Yeah, exactly. You you dropped out again. That's like two weeks in a row, you know? <laughs> I know. I This time around, it was my own. Well, I guess both times were my fault. But last time, I like mm-hmm. tried to close a tab. <laughs> my mouse just bounced over to the, the StreamYard's tab. And then this time around, I, I again, I have this back button on my mouse. I don't even know why I was holding my mouse, but I was getting excited. And I clicked the back button. As soon as uh, it happened, anything- too, because I'm like on a roll. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> uh, anything else to say on uh, uh, Fisk? I guess I guess my last thing would just be I do hope that they don't just try and force him to be a main villain uh, at least not right away because I do want to see him lingering. He has the gauntlet. For, <laughs> he's got the full Infinity Armor like uh, Ultimate Alliance three. 
<laughs> so I'll ask you this with Hawkeye. Let's say, okay, he's confirmed in it. What do you think it is? Do you think he is? Because remember, people are trying to throw out with uh, Winter Soldier, like, oh, he could be the power broker. Do you think he is in an inter- in a, he's in an episode? They introduce, hey, this is Wilson Fisk. Is he an overarching villain like a power broker, or is he an end credit tease? What do you think he would be if he were in this show? In Hawkeye. So yeah. he appears episode five. Uh, I don't think he'd be the main villain. I think he'd be, especially, I don't know. I I don't know exactly what's going to be happening in this Hawkeye show, but I feel like, especially just where Clint has been and like doing some like grimy deals, I could totally see mm-hmm. him like maybe have a debt like with Wilson Fisk and then be like, ooh, ooh like, yeah, exactly. So like he he's kind of got him by the balls there. So he's going to force him to do something grimy that he doesn't want to do it. So it'll be an interesting way to like get out of it. Um, I could totally see that being the dynamic uh, because I feel like episode five is pretty late to reveal the main villain if they were doing going that route. So I think it would be kind of like a side side Loki, thing. Though. Though. Yeah, it's true. Wait, who do, like, we just got the big bad. Show, though, and I don't think it Hawkeye is going to be anything like what it Hawkeye is. I mean, like we got who was, you know, behind the timekeepers and we got that big thing. You know, true. it's just yeah. like I agree with you that I don't know if they'll go that route because we already had the power broker on Kang. And it's the same thing as I say, like they can't also keep doing the like mistress female who's a villain. I think what they do is you've seen the Mission Impossible movies, right? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Do you know you remember Vanessa Kirby in the last one? Yep how they had like some dealings with her on the side but kind of like left it open i think it could be something like that you could even be right with like the grimy deals but i think it would be something like oh hey an episode pops up he's in it for a little bit just establishing him and then it's kind of like oh i'll see you soon and then moves off (laughs) Uh, tony says bigger pop at the end credit instead of an episode villain that's true but the same thing like to me only the end credit pop would have to either be at the very end of the show or it has to set up something for an episode and if he's just in one episode i don't think it's an end credit pop because then it's just that feels too much like it's tacked on but either way much like what happened with kang if kingpin is in the show that's gonna trend like a motherfucker that's gonna be all over like you will not want to and i don't want to hear anybody oh don't tweet about spoilers i haven't watched it stay off fucking social media for a few hours just log out your twitter i don't want to hear it. people always go oh well people and i don't do this i don't i wait a week to tweet about spoilers but people go people just feel the need after they watch the episode to tweet about it and tweet spoilers they can't just wait you can't just wait to be off of social media for a little bit like it's the exact same way dude or dudette so it's just like please like we've done this <laughs> so many times like if hawkeye happens and kingpin's in this it'll be all over i don't want to hear anyone complain well i was gonna watch hawkeye and be pretty excited but now, now I, I don't even Kingpin's have to watch it, it. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a shit show. Restore the Snyderverse, yeah. but so no, is GV. Um, you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we hate you. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's gonna be interesting either way. But I'm not getting hyped by it because yeah, there might be some sourcing, but it's still just a a Reddit user with a few other things and everything like that. So yeah, we'll see. Anything else? As Bubs Kingpin gets green screen into a scene after they got the rights back from Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they did that. <laughs> That's like, like I don't want to feel completely tacked on because then if it was, it's like, well, just wait till the next season then or a different show to introduce yeah. him. You know, I don't want it to be like he has nothing to do with the plot yeah. and he's just there. You know, as much yeah. as yeah, it'd be cool to see him, but something with all of this like inclusion of the Netflix Marvel stuff. I mean, first of all, it's just awesome that it's happening. <laughs> and, well, well, I it's, guess it's not no, happening; it's rumors. Yeah. But uh, nevertheless, I, I I think 
that a smart way to to handle it is to not just completely wreck on those shows because those shows they they got a lot of quality to them. I haven't seen I haven't seen mm-hmm. I haven't finished any of them, but I think I've seen all of them at least a little bit except for Jessica Jones and I liked everything that I saw. Like it was just like the production value was great and like all the characters were great. So I think f- even if they just like easter egg it or like hint at it and even then easter egg yeah. I feel like that would be like oh it's completely retcon but this is fun for if you've seen the show I still want it to have some meaning uh, now again I don't know exactly how those shows end so I don't know how they would fit into the MCU nicely but well the only con though as far as having them not retconned is they don't own those shows those shows are Netflix right so that's the only thing that tips me to so like they, they may really, mention yeah. Yeah, they they may mention some stuff, but I think it's, I uh, sorry, I think they may hint at some stuff, but I don't think they can physically even really talk about things. Maybe perhaps That's like a good I point. think you can hint. So we'll see. And even then, I, maybe they just don't want people going over there to watch other stuff. You know, Disney Plus was announced, then Netflix canceled all these shows. You know, some of them deserve to be canceled, some didn't. Daredevil specifically, but. Here we are. So, yeah, we'll see. We're going to get these answers hopefully this year. At least with Hawkeye, we will, because I don't think that will get delayed. So, yeah. we're going to take our first ad break, and we still got tons to talk about. So, we'll be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. We are back. So, you know, Kirkland, I wanted to say why my name is Mr. Pink. Because yes. I've been you waiting. Know, you know what? You know what this is? This is the world's tiniest violin because Kirkland before this cast was like, oh, he was like those Twitter people. Oh, I got to watch the Dune trailer. And I even said, fine, I'll talk about it. Don't worry oh, about well, it. Let me, let me pull the anything. transcripts. Pe- I feel like there was more sass People tune in to hear our opinions on the news, on the trailers. And he goes, oh, I don't know if I can watch this one. It's going to show everything. We pick one movie a year, bub. One movie a year not to watch trailer. And that was last night in Soho. But no, he decides going on his own. But then he watches it. And he's like, see, I shouldn't have watched it. Even though I said, hey, don't watch it. It's fine. I'll talk about it without spoiling something. And uh, yeah, you got your transcripts. You want to defend yourself? I don't think no, so, can't. but I you will can't. talk about it. You didn't. You didn't tell me not to watch it, and then I watched it because I knew this would be. This, you'd make a big, big deal about it. You know, you, <laughs> you'd be, you'd be spoiling everything, anyways. I mean, I wouldn't be. And then a part of me is I like, okay, well, like maybe they won't, maybe they won't show a lot, but. I personally thought I saw a lot, and it's not like it spoiled like a. It's not like it spoiled anything plot wise. It just showed a lot of things plot wise, and it showed a lot of cool effects and stuff. Which personally, before I watched this trailer, I'm like, well, I kind of want to just see that in the movie, so that when I'm watching the movie, it's like, oh, did you see that? And then I'm reacting crazily, and then you are like, yeah, I saw it like months ago, and then like you're, you're missing out on like that just popping your cherry on the great effects. And <laughs> now I just saw it in the so- trailer on my handheld. But here's the thing, other than a few, maybe a few trailers, maybe a few of these shots you'll remember in the moment, I feel like by time in three months from now, you will forget will this trailer. I will 100% forget everything. I'll forget this so that's conversation why we, probably. <laughs> yes, that's why you're making a big deal. I'm like, it's not that big a deal. And because here's the thing for me, in the Dune trailer, the teaser we got before, it all looked really cool, but I couldn't tell you what the fucking plot is. I'm somebody that doesn't know anything. So please remember that review we got months ago that said, this is a geek podcast and no one's read Dune. One star, <laughs> please. I've not read the book. I, it's just something I'm very interested as I like the cast. Yeah. I love the director. So I don't know the plot, but at least this to me gave me the plot as far as this character, Paul, is having visions and people are hunting his family one by one. I had heard that because of other people talking about that. I know that read dune and whatnot but i think it gave enough and just the biggest thing is for me it just like the world that denis can do he did this with blade runner 24 9 but what he created with this i was already excited but this just got me so much more excited i can't wait to see it all i can't wait to see how this goes down i love this this we've talked about before this cast is stacked but just seeing them all together actually is fantastic i didn't even know oscar isaac was playing his dad so that's awesome mm-hmm. you know i don't think there's a big spoiler curriculum made for you it was but for me it's like these stuff get me more excited and knowing denis this is why for me if you watch blade runner 2049 trailers and then you watch the movie which you have not 
they there's so much they hold back in those trailers, even to the point where people complain, oh, they should have showed more. So that's why I'm not too worried because I think he knows exactly. And sometimes marketing teams, they the directors don't even get to pick, but I think they know enough to hold back. Especially, I think this movie is gonna be like over two and a half hours, so there's lots of footage that is gonna be in this movie. So I, oh, I thought absolutely. it was a fantastic trailer. Everything looked great, except maybe the ending. I know people brought up that point where he's in the armor. Yeah, it does he doesn't look the greatest, but oh well, whatever. But I, it's just the scale of it, it's the scope, and man, I want this to be a hit, because I know they want to make a second. I just don't, uh, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if they're going to get that second one. I hope they've secretly filmed it back-to-back, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, like, I thought, again, like, the trailer, it was a beautiful trailer. Like, don't get me wrong, it was a great trailer. Um, I just, again... Going back to my point, I feel like I was already so hyped for the movie that I just didn't have to see it. And I, a part of me was like, hey, I, I know I don't have to. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a grown-ass man. I don't have to do anything Travis tells me to do. But I then, didn't tell him to do it. I'm, I like, didn't tell him I'm once. like, what if there's one specific thing that like Travis really wants to talk to me about? And then we'll be we missing out on some great, great back-and-forth dialogue. So... And then I don't know. I was just I was sitting on the can. And I'm like, what else am I going to do here? So I put on the Dune trailer. And I, yeah, it, it was just... It was a good reminder of what the, like the scale of this movie is going to be, and mm. there were certain moments when they showed like one. I think it was like the giant like circle like ship thing just like landing, and then it zoomed out on it. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is <laughs> this is going to be awesome. And uh, this mm. was like a good reminder for like Dave Bautista's character. I, I is this the first interpretation of him? Well, I think we've seen poster. We saw him in a glimpse, but like I to me. As far as this trailer goes, he's the villain of this, right? That's what I'm guessing, or a villain in this movie. And that's really exciting to me because I think Batista is a goddamn yeah. really good actor. He's getting better and better every time. So the fact that, especially, it's so funny because in you never, oh, I can't. Have you even seen the first Blade Runner, like from the the 80s, 70s? No, I haven't. What the fuck was the date on that Blade Runner? I'll check. But 1979. That's my just guess off the top of the head. Blade Runner 1982. So that's okay. why it's on that cusp. But anyway, so he was in a role in uh, 2049. Yeah, that's what the fuck it is. The new Blade Runner, Denis, directed the sequel. He tried to audition for this role, and Denis was like, mm. I just don't think you're right for it. You know, like, I just don't, I, I don't see you in it. He's like, well, just let me try, and they did it, and then he loved him, and he got, and it's legitimately only maybe a two-minute role, but the acting in it is so well done, and clearly, to me, that's why I like if he is the villain or one of the villains, because it showed that Denis really thought, okay, he can do good, let me put him as the bad guy or a bad guy because baby batista can be imposing and i think he just comes he can play a really just i feel more darker disturbing character i don't know what this character is but if this guy is supposed to be like an equivalent of maybe like a vader or something like that where it's just his presence is intimidating batista can do that and that's what i like about that yeah what i got from it was like again he's just like all white or something i'm like this Mm -hmm. just seems like a really edgy drax that's like not comedic whatsoever uh, i'm sure he's gonna be something a little bit more than than just a dark drax but jack jack's the conqueror <laughs> jack's the conqueror yeah i i don't know I, he's I, not from the book I, I i think he just looks really menacing and again like mm-hmm. i i knew he was kind of a villainous character for one he just looked really mean and uh just i i, I think at one point like uh geez what's timothy chalamet's character's name paul paul so he i think he's conversing with like um josh brolin 
don't know his name in the, in the movie, but no. they're just talking about him and he's like basically just like a monster. So like, again, he kind of feels like the antagonist in that situation. But I feel like there'll, there'll be quite a few factors in play in this movie. And again, if you're listening to this and you've like read the book and you're like, these idiots don't even know what's going to happen in this movie, which we don't. I found out that no. Dune is actually on Audible, which I have an Audible description. So I'm, I'm going to listen to it after the movie because I don't want to do that thing where it's like, you read the read or listen to the book, and you're like, "Oh, it's amazing." And then you get into the movie, you're like, "Oh, that's not quite what the book was like." I want to fill in those gaps after I've seen this film because I'm just really, really excited to see this, just on the scale, the actors, everything. So we won't do it then, because then maybe we'll do it after. But we do have there is one Dune movie out there. But if we want to stay blind, we could do it after this. We week. should do it December after. already. Be, December already be busy, so I don't got to worry about. Oh, yeah. do we need content? We'll have. But okay, I'm done. Do it after. But yeah, that is like another one from the '80s and stuff like that. Uh, Sting is in it and stuff. But yeah, it's uh, oh, wow. it's known for being like quite cheesy and quite like. That it was ahead of its time as far as not being good, just like they couldn't do it back then. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I'm really excited. This is going to be day one for me. I, I'll definitely be seeing this in the theaters. I know it's on HBO Max still as right now, but this is a theater one. Yeah. I, the theater experience I had with Blade Runner 2049, just like the music and the score and just like the sounds of that movie. Oh my God, one of my favorite experiences. Like I said, I'm always kind of mad Logan came out that year because I had to give Logan <laughs> the win over Blade Runner. But Blade Runner was like a solid like one beat your daughter at first i'm like i'm so mad that she came out that year i oh. do that you do that every time now i know it's <laughs> tough but like i'll say logan the movie but like yeah that that movie is just a piece and denise is just so good like i said i don't know how this is going to do to warrant more hbo just announced they're doing a tv show which Denise will do some pilots but it's just tough as far as i don't know what the ma- i think the good thing about this trailer though to me made it feel more mainstream i think this was a good ga trailer to establish the world some characters yeah that's a good and point. i know this was a trending thing and sure we this is a different conversation but people are like this is what star wars should have been maybe i don't know like i definitely prefer more of the darker stuff so like if they made like a knights of republic i'd want this but i also thought that star wars uh with jj started off really good and i think we were off to good foot and i still like stuff in there but i think it is that kind of equivalent of a massive world and i just hope I'm not really worried about liking or loving it because he's always put out quality, but I just hope people flock out to see it. But October is tough. I think when we were talking about October on that afternoon, there was so much. Like, I know there's just Halloween kills, but there's some other stuff too. It's like last time Soho. They're all smaller, but even the week after, I think first week of November is like Ghostbusters. Like that's that's gonna be the issue. Like it's a good and bad thing. It's good for us, but for box office because that backlog, there's gonna be so many movies coming out like boom, 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 like within a week of each other. So there's gonna be no like, oh, this movie is a couple weeks to itself it's like no dune comes on and it's like two weeks later ghostbusters you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to watch the box office these next few months absolutely yeah no i think this will be like because you could argue i guess black widow is like a big return to movies like film Mm -hmm. but i feel like because this one isn't a comic book movie um it's with the amount of like big names that are in this movie and the scale of it. like it just feels like it's going to be the big return to theaters like theatrical experience like if you're not seeing this in theaters you are missing out uh that's just personally what i got from the trailers and like even like i was i was talking to shan like what movie are you like really excited to see in theater and like even her like she's she's at dune right away and again mm-hmm. it might, might be timothy chalamet it might be just maybe she has some experience like in the past but i think just like that one teaser like that was enough to like again get I feel like she's more GA than, you know, definitely more Mm. so than I am. And she was really excited for it. 
which I'm not sure if she's seen the latest trailer, but I definitely agree with you that this trailer was a lot more for the general audience. Make her watch it right now. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Because, no, I 100% agree with your point, though, that this one, it is a necessary trailer. Um, I, I don't have anything against the trailer. It's just like... I knew that I was seeing this movie. So again, when it's a movie that I'm really excited for, I do want to go in as blind as possible. But of course, when you're when you're doing a podcast reporting on these things, you gotta you gotta know all the deets. So. <laughs> for the people, you know, yeah. And my boy in that trailer, Javier Bardem's in there too, which is great. So it's oh, always really? great to see him. I missed him. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um I think he just has a quick glance, but uh I was just trying to see, I wonder if this movie's been rated yet. Because cause that's what I was going to ask you, though, because I feel like there's always this... Con- oh, it says PG-13. Okay, so that makes sense. So that, that helps it. Um, There's always this argument, right, of like, oh, there's no box office stars. It's IP or like combining stars. And I, I believe that to an extent. I think people like seeing a bunch of stars together or they like seeing a star paired with a IP, you know? Obviously, it didn't work out for yeah. Randy Holding this week with Snake Eyes, but I just think that's because... I honestly think people just don't really care about G.I. Joe anymore. Like that movie did not do well this weekend. Old beat it. So I just think that <laughs> it's just like, yeah, old. Yeah, it did. It'd be it, it, old. I think made 16, 17 million and Snake Eyes made 13 million. Go check so. out our review to see how we felt about that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Check out, yeah, I was going to say, I'm seeing Green Knight this week. Check out old. Check out Taylor Snake Eyes review. But yeah, I. it's going to be interesting because two things. One, because Shalmi and Zendaya, I feel like, are two very popular, like, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, sort of, like, young people really like them. But it's like, do they really pull? You know, like, are people really going to see them for that? And same thing with Dune. Because you're, you're saying like, it's a big back to movies. But so I'll give you this example. Fast and Furious opening weekend, 70 million. And, you know, some people always go, you shouldn't judge a movie by its box office. Like, for what it is. Oh, I fucking hate those people. You can distinguish between, like, yeah, I love the movie. I like it. But then talk about the business side of it, too. Some people just go, like, you shouldn't measure how much you like a movie. No, just grow up. What are you, five? But anyway, so... <laughs> Fast and Furious had a seventy million opening, and then Black Widow had eighty million. Do you think it passes any of those? Sorry, say those two again. F nine seventy, Black Widow eighty. I want to believe it'll pass that. I, <laughs> um, if I had to put my chips anywhere, I, I honestly, yeah, I'll put it on Dune. I think it's gonna surpass wow. that. Yeah, that's my hope and guess. I, I was talking about this with GA in the chat a few weeks ago. Do you think so? You think Dune, but do you think Sung Chi or Eternals will make the same as Black Widow as far as eighty million opening weekend? I don't think so. No, I I think the big thing with Black Widow is it's a returning character that, like, even majority of GA would like know. Okay, yeah, she's been in it for a long time. I don't know where we're at in the movies, yeah. but like I remember her in Iron Man two and like back in the day, you know. So I I feel like that's a big moment and. Um, maybe just a lot of Stranger Things fans. They saw like David Harbour. Holy shit! Okay, that's cool. But I, I don't know. I feel like there's a couple couple elements that came into play on what made that one pretty special. Even mm. if you're not like a main or a hardcore MCU loyalist or follower of comic book films. Yeah, I don't think Eternals. I think Sung Chi all depends on the word of mouth because they could have that Black Panther effect where it just hits and it just goes and goes. And oh, Dill mustn't chat the boys, but. Uh, yeah, some, well, Kirkland took that away quick. He's showed Kirkland, Dylan, then take it back. But no, I think Sung Chi has a chance if it gets that good word of mouth. I am on the other spectrum of Doom. Doom. Dune, I'm thinking. With The Rock? They're rebooting that series? Yeah, that he's the big villain in this. No, I think that. <laughs> 
I don't think it's going to... I'm seeing, in my opinion, like 60 million or lower, and I'm being generous, I think. I think the best hope that it has to be a success is if you go back and you look at Avatar's success... Avatar opening weekend came out and everyone was like, oh, this is kind of a bust. It made like, I think like 43 million or something like that. It just was like, oh, it did fine, but not that great. But then it just kept making money and make money and kept making money, making money, everything like that. And I think that that's what Dune's chance is that even if it doesn't open that high is the word of mouth can keep it strong and keep it going. You do got to remember, though, that there is many Americans that can watch it at home on HBO Max if that sticks, because Denise has been mm-hmm. fighting that since day one. And even a few weeks or I think it was last month, there was a report that, oh, they took it away. It's going to be theaters only. But then it went back to being HBO Max as well. So it's it's very tough. But I think that it, it will have a, a good word of mouth and maybe build then. But I think that it's not going to open as big as those. But maybe sometimes movies just hit and they got that hype. It's just, you know, are, do people, same thing like S-Bubs, like G.I. Joe's a dead movie franchise. Do people care about Dune? You know, I think this trailer will make them. I think the cast will. But at the end of the day, if they look at it and they go, eh, not for me, then it's not for them. Same thing, too. What if they're spending all this money on all these other movies because they're going to, you know, hit with all these movies that have been delayed. And then they go, ah, I could skip that one, you know, because yeah. my thing is. It's weird. They're like bizarro versions of each other, but Christopher Nolan and Denier to me are very similar. Christopher Nolan, when his name's on something, hit after hit after hit. Blade Runner 2049, to me, one of the best movies of the last decade. It bombed. Big time bombed. They spent so much money on it and it it not even broke even. It like lost some tons of money. And that's where I just one or two is his style. I don't know if it's too dense or too serious for the mainstream. I, and that's why everyone's going to shit on me but i just feel like he should have even if it's a cop out done a superhero film or something bigger and then got his name out there and then done something like this because that's the reason why people want to go see inception and interstellar and dunkirk because every time a movie comes out it's like from the director of the dark knight and then it's like oh i've seen the dark knight where denis from the director of blade around 2049 the bomb prisoners and sicario and you haven't even seen two out of three of those right so it's like actually you haven't seen any of them you haven't seen Blade Runner, Sicario, or Prisoners. So that's what I mean. Sicario? That's where, Yeah, have you seen Sicario? Yeah, with Emily Blunt. Okay, so there you go. So Great one movie. out of three. And that's not an insult. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, with Nolan, he's this guy that, like, oh, you see everything. It's an event. And I feel like that's with everybody. I feel like everyone goes, like, when there's an old movie, I got to go see it. Denis does not have that poll yet. So... Hopefully this is the one. I really got my fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, On the talk we had earlier, Tony says, nope, I can see Sing-Chi hitting it a bit more than half than what Black Widow got. Eternals will get half Black Widow got most. I'm not agreeing to half because half you're saying what? You're saying Sing-Chi would get 40 million opening weekend? I think at least 60 million for Sing-Chi. Eternals... I just don't know because it turn. I just like even myself as a Marvel fan, I'm not excited for that. I wasn't excited for that before the trailer, and then once I saw the trailer, I went meh. I if you were to tell me I'd have to wait longer to see Eternals, I'd be fine. I wouldn't be crying over it, and I'm sure. And at the same point, though, I was always said the same thing about Black Widow, and I said, but I bet that end credit's gonna be really good. And in my opinion, I now know I could have missed Black Widow because that end credit really was nothing that special. So Eternals might not have anything like that. So it's I won't agree on uh, them not even getting like half of Black Widow or that. I think I think I think they can get forty plus. I think they can get to it. You know. Yeah, I think like just being like what was in recent memory, like what was just like a big bomb MCU like related film? Bi- the biggest bomb of the MCU would be Incredible Hulk all the way back to 2008 where that underperformed. See, but like that was so long ago now. So like basically you, since 
Like you okay, could so. say, like the Ant Man movies, they they make less than other MCU movies, but they don't. You got to imagine like, the budget's still... not crazy on those. Like in comparison well, to like what the big big ones are. Maybe I, I should can just pull, pull it up. up. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was gonna say pull it up or whatnot, but like I so yeah, Search Ant Man One, Ant Man Two, they're as like more modest hits, but still they're making money. They know like they wouldn't have made a third one and stuff like that. Hulk was surprisingly really low when you look at it but they mcu is yet to have a bomb technically if you were to look at black widow that's probably the only project that's really like lost the money or broke even but you get a big asterisk by that because of covid right yeah. and everything like that so so yeah this is, this is pretty crazy to me actually so ant-man one says budget 130 to 169 million and then it mm-hmm. made 519 million oh yeah so definitely made a profit and then Ant- you got to double the budget Oh, is that the is that the rule? Well, usually, yeah, for like advertising and marketing or anything mm. like that. But even if you double it, it made a profit. Yeah. So, that, so then there you go. the second one was pretty similar budget, 130 million to 195 million, and it made 622 million. Oh yeah, U.S. dollars. So that's the same thing, and those are more like considered the modest hit of the yeah. MCU, and that's still some people would kill to have you know success like that. So. No, absolutely. So yeah, I feel like just since it's like. This is the next big MCU thing. People are like, okay, well, I got to get ready for this. I've been a part of it for this many movies. I, I don't think I'm backing out now. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. maybe there is certain people that are like, Thanos is gone. Tony Stark's gone. Maybe this is where I just <laughs> kick the bucket on MCU. But that must be yeah. a really small population. <laughs> I think it is after Black Widow and then plus the show has been doing so well. So yeah. like, and last thing, Black Widow, it's like, yeah, because it has like less money because of COVID. But it's like, it's the biggest movie of COVID so far, right? As far as the opening right. and stuff. F9 still has made more, but that's because F9's open in China where Black Widow isn't yet. So yeah um yeah there you go uh anything else on dune uh no just really really hope it does well okay. and i want to see more of it yeah. oh you want to see oh there'll probably be another trailer if you want to see more you know i'm never perfect I, you're here first folks i'm not watching any more trailers if it comes out. there you go no more trailer <laughs> reviews uh so here's the interesting one because you have not watched the last season so did you watch the dexter trailer i absolutely did what are your feelings about this? Because obviously you've not seen the final season, but you know how it ended, and you said that was kind of a jump out for you. So is this going to get you to... I don't know, watch the last season, but this is going to get you to check out the show. They officially announced this is coming out November 7th. It's called Dexter New Blood, which is like a good slash kind of lame, easy title. But whatever, they did it. So yeah, it's going to be dropping every Sunday, 10 episodes. Is this... What, is, what does this do for you? I'm very curious. Yeah, so I, I, I just watched the trailer today. Um, I haven't been following the news too, too closely of just like what this show is supposed to be other than kind of what you said here and there. And I really, really like this trailer, actually. I, I think it got me really excited because it just really much reminded me of like early Dexter days when he's, yeah. he doesn't have all this baggage, whether it's like uh, Rita was her name, right? His, mm-hmm. his wife. Uh, were they married? I can't even remember. It's oh, been yeah, so long. Married. Yeah, okay. And then like... Um, Benjamin? No. Harrison. Harrison. There you go. <laughs> Harrison. So, like, again, these factors, like, they're just new, like, I don't know, like, variables that he has to handle. Where I, I like mm-hmm. the idea that it's just, he's just a guy that owns, you know, a hunting store. <laughs> a lot of dangerous things in there. Got to imagine Whoa. there's a lot of kooky characters that comes in. Yeah, that was a kind of a funny scene. So, I, I think it, I, again, it's just got me really excited because it's a new location. It's a new, uh, I'm assuming it's going to be a new cast and crew i don't know who's remaining yeah. from the from the end of the show i know the show ends i haven't seen the last two seasons and i probably won't ever uh i'll probably just like listen to your retro uh just to like refresh my my memory of 
where the show was because it has been there you go i don't think i've seen it since like high school honestly it's been a mm-hmm. long time so but yeah no i i love i love dexter for uh, you know a lot of people did for like a huge chunk of the show and what i was seeing from this trailer really much reminded me of those early days and he just seems he kind of seems like i don't want to say wacky but he just seems less serious like because he's just like Mm -hmm. maybe it's supposed to play in that like that like it's going to be more of a fun (laughs) return to dexter as opposed to like oh i'm in love with my sister now and i have oh just he was never in love with his sister (laughs) they weren't now Okay, it's been, it's been so long. It's been blurred in, in my mind. In real life, they were married. In the I'm, show, they tried to do some fucking stupid storyline where she was falling for Dexter. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and the only thing that snapped her out of it was finding out he was a killer, which I still don't understand. But yeah, I will be retro. And thank goodness, because I was getting worried. But now that you gave me November 7th, like, oh, I can do that. I'm at the end of season two right now. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Are I, you doing the whole Oh, yeah. Oh, Okay. Those, oh, yeah, I'll gonna... be interested in those later ones for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna be doing the whole thing. I, I I owe it to the show because at one point in my life, this was my favorite show of all time. Even this weekend again, I was giddy when they put a 45 minute Comic Con at home or Comic Con yeah at home panel with him and some of the writers and whatnot. You don't learn much. It's just a bunch of bullshit answers. But I just was so hyped because it got me back to yeah those earlier seasons where I remember every Sunday just that rush like oh my goodness a new Dexter, what's gonna happen? And I'll talk about more in the retro, but I just feel like it, the show was just such such a change of pace. It was so revolutionary for TV, and it, was, it had that type of wow, what am I sort of watching factor? Obviously, we've talked about this. I think memed about this since the podcast started to now. But yeah, endings disappointing. They even said this in the sh- in that panel, like to Michael C. Hall's face and other people, like, oh yeah, lots of fans were disappointed, everything. So. What surprised me is I knew we were in a new location, but I was always like, and I thought same thing. I think first episode, it's going to be a lot of like him trying not to kill. And I think the episode will end with him taking a life. And then we go off from that point. And I think they could be hiding it, but like a lot of this trailer really confirmed to me. I was like, wow, we are going to be staying in this location quite a bit. You know, like I didn't know if it would be like, it'd be starting here and then he'd be back to Miami or if he would just be back to somewhere else. I don't know. And it's interesting because he faked his own death. He's kind of on the run and, it's like, what is the dynamics with this town? And it's so funny. It looks like he is like has a girlfriend and she is like a sheriff deputy or something like that. And it's just like, it's classic Dexter serial killer stuff where it's like, he doesn't want to get caught, but he has blood slides in his house. You know, it's like, he doesn't want people to find out who he is, but he's dating like the town sheriff. It's like, you would think to stay away from that person. You know, they might be smarter, might have some information. So I think that cow cad mouse game is going to be fun as far as, you know, him trying to hide his identity or whatnot. Cause he hints about that in the trailer. And I think this is, I don't know if it'll have that, but I kind of want like a Logan, the film aesthetic feel to it, you know, where it's just like he's by himself. He's kind of working through some things. And that's what this looks. There's other characters and he's smiling. So he's definitely more happy than what uh, Wolverine was. But I, I'm excited because, yeah, you lose all the baggage. But with the show, when it went on for eight seasons, that's what ends up happening, right? You got to add certain things and everything like that. And we've said this before. Clyde Phillips, he did season one to four. Those were the best, and he's back. So I just want this show that had such a place in my heart to have a better ending so I can look back on it fondly. Because I do look – watching it again right now has been so great because I watched it – I 
think maybe four years ago because I'd watched it with Emily because she'd never seen the whole thing. So we watched it. But then I took a break in because that finale is just awful. But rewatching <laughs> these earlier seasons, man, I just remind of man, how good the show was, how smart it was, how funny it was, how clever it was, and just why I loved it so much and loved the character of Dexter. And I want to get back to that point because being in Dexter's head, that character one of my favorite characters of all time. It's one of the few books I've read. So mm. the trailer looked really good. I'm just surprised. Yeah, I had the first four books. I stopped after a while because I get really, they much like the show got went downhill. But like, I just, I'm looking forward to this. I'm excited to see what they do. And like, what is the inciting incident for him killing? Is it just someone being bad? Is he protecting his identity? Well, I just yeah. think there's lots of fun things they can do with this. Yeah, because like, that was like, at least what I got from the trailer. It's like, you can run from your past, but blah, blah, blah. Like something will, you know, like bring it back. And then I loved how the trailer ended with just like the blood on the snow. And then it's just yeah. like, he starts like covering it up. Oh, it just looks so good. And there was so many like just really, really artsy and like fun shots, whether it was him with like that big uh, like kitchen knife. And then it just mm-hmm. like the shine like goes on his eyes. And it's just like, oh man, like I, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. Cause like you mentioned, like I remember, yeah, like I think I was in like grade 10 or something when I first saw like, Dexter for the first time and that first season holy shit I couldn't believe what I was watching like I was I just got so engulfed into it and Mm -hmm. I I want to have that feeling back for sure because it was I mean it's probably the same thing with you and many others out there like it was a show that I loved and then when it was going down it was just like (laughs) I want to really love this so then it's like yeah like I think it was one of those situations where I'd wait like months to like watch the next season and then just like kind of forget where it was and then be like, oh, okay, let's give it another try. And then I, I I don't remember how far I got into. Again, it was the second last season. It was, I definitely never started the last season. It was like a few episodes into the second one. I'm like, I don't think I can do this. I think I'll just I'll just finish <laughs> right here. And I don't know if I was planning to finish it one day, but it just never happened. And I, I want to just get sparked back into the the Dexter the Dexter magic because it was. Ice Truck Killer Man. That was that was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's gonna be interesting because I love the way they're kind of playing his him killing as almost like in a like a drug addiction, right? And that's kinda like what it is. But like even we saw yeah. a trailer months ago when everyone's like, Hi Jimbo, all this stuff, and he like looks at the window and he sees a knife and he just starts to like like almost like gloss over and like mm-hmm. drool, but then he like snaps at it. And that's what this is. It's gonna be very interesting to see him kind of deal with that. And it, it's it's putting the character in a fun place because again, I said, this is him trying to live a normal life while trying to like, obviously, you know, Deb dies in last season. So it's like, he's trying to like atone for that and put himself in some sex self exile. And I, Oh, I had another, I thought really good point, but I'll have to save it for another day. I guess I had it. And then I was thinking about ice drink killer and was gone. So that, that was your fault. But no, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where, we end up oh man i thought i had something really good to bring up but anything else on dexter um i'm excited to see i think you shouted him out again i'm gonna try and just delay here in case that idea gets sparked back in your mind uh i i forget the actor's name but it was um a dude it, it seemed like they're at like a crime scene and then there's a guy standing clancy next to dexter. Brown. yeah clancy brown so i i'm really excited to see that dynamic because was that the character that you said seems like he's some sort of cop or or something well no the cop is the one he's dating this they've described him oh, right. Clancy, yes, right, right. yeah they described clancy brown as the villain or main antagonist but i would love the villain and antagonist wasn't actually a bad person if it was just 
this guy who's found out that Dexter is Dexter, you know, and then he's trying to like expose him. Like he's Dexter. They should treat Dexter as a like a bad person because he is in a sense, you yeah. know. So no, yeah, because like that's something that in the original Dexter, you are rooting for him, and then he's like yeah. doing these dark things, but then you're just kind of telling yourself like, well, he's he's killing bad people, right? So he is a good guy, but definitely is. Uh, I don't know, balancing on the the morality line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I didn't think didn't of that thing. So, oh, okay. No, I tried to, uh, to so, delay a little bit. <laughs> so annoying because it's something about the addiction and stuff like that. But oh well. Passenger. I just love the when they passenger. said that term again. I feel like I haven't. I kind of forgot about it. Oh yeah, no, we're gonna get that. We're gonna get Harry and whatnot. It's gonna be yeah. slowly get there and everything. But I. Yeah, I, I'm very excited for November 7th. It's been fun rewatching it so far. So, and maybe Absolutely. one day I'll think of that point. So, we're going to take our second ad break, and then we got a few more shows to talk about some Superman news and a little bit more. So, we'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Kirkland, Army of Thieves. I want to ask you this question. Did you you watch this trailer? Yes. Yes, I did. So I want to ask you this question. Did you like Army of Dead enough to watch this movie? Because this is the prequel to Army of Dead, obviously. This is that character, which is fun because that guy who played that character directed this movie as well. There's some hints <laughs> of the zombie apocalypse in this, but it seems like it's more about the heist. So does this interest as far as you as gonna check it out, or is this a skip it? Yeah, so there's a few like factors that like come into play when I'm like deciding on if because if it was like in theaters or something, it'd be like, do I want to go out of the way to see it? Yeah, yeah, but like since it's on Netflix, like it just makes it so easy, so I could literally just put it on anytime. Um, I I, I liked Army of the Dead enough that I, I will check this out because there was a lot of things that we were talking about on the review when it's like. Why do they even show this about like multiple or like a multiverse type thing or like multiple people robbing this bank if they're just never going to talk about it? You know, I guess we are going to be talking about it a bit. And what I saw in the trailer, like I and sorry, I'm kind of bouncing around here, but like the main character in this, the safecracker type guy, I didn't, I didn't love him in the first movie. I didn't hate him in the first movie. I thought he was just. And okay, I think a lot of his like humor and stuff just didn't quite work with me. But mm-hmm. just seeing him in this trailer with a lot of the other cast members, uh, I forget the female's name, but she was in Game of Thrones, and I really liked her in Game of Thrones. I, f- I forget her name. Maybe you'll say it. No, you no, don't I know. don't know her okay, name. Yeah. I know her, but I don't know her name. Yeah, no, I, I really liked her in Game of Thrones, and what I saw of her in this trailer was just it. It it, it did get me excited. Actually, I, I think whether it was everyone's like outfits uh the fact it's just like a heist movie i'm i'm pretty easy when it comes to heist movies i think they're they're fun um Mm -hmm. and just a lot of like fun action type things again like i think all the humor just kind of i don't it didn't make me laugh or anything i was more of just in the trailer for like okay i know this world and i i am interested in seeing it expanded a little bit and the fact that this is like a prequel doesn't doesn't take anything away from it for me and again like i said before a big like 
like asterisks on my decision on this is that it's just Netflix and I have Netflix. So I know it's just going to be easily available. I don't have to go out of my way to buy it or anything like that. And if Netflix doesn't have premier access, I don't think they'll ever have premier access. So no, it's pretty, pretty easy to just uh, one night sit down and watch this. And yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of on the opposite side. That's why I guess I phrased the question that way where I like the trailers seem fine, but I think unless like you said, I'm on like a, you know, Oh yeah, I'll watch this. Everything like this. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it just didn't hook me enough. It didn't hook me enough. Like, am I going to invest an hour and a half of my time with this? You know? So maybe it depends when it comes out. If I hear lots of good things, I'll maybe check it out. But, and I liked that character. I think he was maybe one of my more favorite ones, but just nothing. I think it's just more the, the aftertaste of army of the dead where i really liked it but even like army of the dead 2 it's like when that comes like okay I, I will check that one out but it's like do i need the army of the dead universe not necessarily i don't know mm-hmm. but if it gets enough word of mouth i'll i'll check it out we'll see and I'll, snyder now they announced they're doing army of the dead 2 with him they announced they're doing that yeah. he's directing it so yeah if you're so, sorry i did they have a release date on this one it's just it's just like coming soon i think the rumor is fall september maybe so there you go if it's september travis will be missing out on it but i feel like taylor's really gonna want to watch this and again it's netflix so if he's yeah. around i could totally see us doing a review on it there you go. Oh, no after space jam i listen no no reviews on me taylor's doing shade he's like oh he'll give it this he'll do this blah 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 no no not at all you can record um, your little two minute after <laughs> yeah just another redo, review of arnie the dead uh <laughs> let's see here so that was it for the trailers i want to talk about this now so i, I okay I, I was gonna slide in another trailer here you probably didn't even watch it um uh, i kind of well forgot it's on that the it notes out. so how would i slide it in you know what i'm saying I, I should probably should have shouted it out. It came out five days ago. Um, it's the the Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. That's like that Netflix animated right. uh, Witcher. Which, so they, they released, I think it was a teaser trailer. Uh, it just kind of showed what the show's about. And it, it's basically mm. following like a young uh, Vizimir, which is really, really oh, okay. cool. So he's, he's more like sly and not like the old like grump. He's like just like a hot young Witcher, which is really, really fun. And... Like I, I love the Witcher universe, so I, I, I'm just so excited to get this. But I didn't realize like how similar the animation was to Castlevania. I'm not sure if you've seen mm-hmm. that one on there. I don't really know. I've not anything. seen it, but I've seen like what the look is. Yeah, so it's pretty much like the exact same art style. I'm not. I would wouldn't be surprised if it's like the same like animation studio as well. But I. I, I love that show for like the anime aspect of it and just how it looked and the like the brutality and how like violent it was but I don't know anything about Castlevania now this mm-hmm. is like a world that I am fairly familiar with so it's combining those two things that I love so I'm very very excited for this one um I can't quite remember it says oh yeah August 23rd is when it's coming out so wow. I will be home for this so who knows maybe there'll be some sort of review for it uh even if it's just myself or I don't know. The first I first ever Kirkland solo review. Eh? <laughs> I might have to script it. I, I've had to record myself with no one else. And I mean, you've done it all the time. So you're like a pro at it now, but it is surprisingly difficult. I don't know if it's just oh, yeah. me, but like, I feel like sometimes when I like get caught on something and then I'm just like dead air and then I'm like, oh, I can't bounce it to anyone right now. I just literally have to keep talking. So there's been a few times where I've literally had to like re-record things <laughs> at the solo record. But nonetheless, I'm very, very intrigued on this one. I probably will be watching it day one. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to watch it and possibly share my thoughts with all y'all. Yeah, it's one I might check out because I know it's an anime form, but I still might check it out because I like the Witcher world. All depends on that week and everything like that. But it's on the it's on the possible list. You know, I didn't watch trailer though, but I will. And I didn't want to be spoiled. My bad. I should have I, I should have put it in the jaw. 
<laughs> with the like, show notes. <laughs> I was like, Dune, now this. I, I, I'm going to know all these projects and movies before they come out. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> uh, let's see. So, this came out Friday. As of right now, it's a rumor, but it probably about B-tier came from Collider. Um, there is a word going around now that Michael Jordan, well, I guess his name is Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan's company <laughs> is producing a Val Sod Superman series for HBO Max with potentially him starring as it. So it's funny because we had talked about this and we're, this is why I go check out DC Alliance. They just record theirs. That was their main topic. Those guys know a lot more about these Superman than we do. But we talked about this months ago when that whole Black Superman thing came out with jj runs and tasha coats and stuff like this we're talking like why don't they use one of these supermen who you know are already black and stuff like that and lots of people wanted that and it's funny that now we have that movie and now we have this potential series i have some other questions but what do you just feel about this on the whole as far as let's say we get an hbo max superman series with michael b jordan playing a new superman so not clark kent but a new superman we have not had on live action yet I, I love it. I, I'm a big fan of Michael B. Jordan. Um, I think he's amazing. I think he's, you know, a sh- uh, strapping young man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah. I... All the straps. I think it's just really cool that, like, it, it's his own uh, production company doing it because it just goes to show, like, the passion that he has for it. Obviously, like, we've all seen Black Panther. We saw what he could do as a villain-type character. So um, I would imagine this would be a more protagonist-type role. Um, if it's... Are we just assuming that it's starring him? Or is that what it said? Well, that's a yeah. It said that it hit the idea like they're producing this with a possibility of him starring it. So I think it'd be one of these things of like his schedule got crazy amount he couldn't do it. But like I think that he, I think he wants to do it. He has talked about this character for a while. Even on Oprah, he was trying to explain to Oprah years ago like the differences between different Earths and stuff like that. How he wouldn't play Clark Kent. So I think I think if this does happen, he'll star in it. I don't think there's no way he doesn't, in my opinion. Yeah, so I think that would be awesome. Um, I I like Superman. I grew up watching like the Christopher Reeves one. Again, that's well before my time, but it's just my dad put it on for me, and I just love the idea of Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Henry Cavill Superman, but I can totally see how people are like, oh, it's just like the same boring type character. He's all bronze, and he's just can't really be defeated except for this green stuff that just weakens him. So I can I can understand why people might get like bored of just the same type of character. But I think when we have someone not only of just like different ethnicity but like a different like universe based because it's like a multiverse situation right yeah yeah so i think that is just a really really fun idea i mean we're jumping in the multiverse of madness the mcu i i want to see just more different interpretations of the character i think that's what's so intriguing to me about games like injustice or uh just different games that bring in like different interpretations of the characters because it's it's all just cool stuff to me i just love superheroes supervillains and i like seeing more than what i've already seen because it's like i'm rediscovering a character even though like they might be similar like probably similar powers and everything like that but just Mm -hmm. a new version of it it's just so fun and again like i said i'm a huge fan of michael b jordan and i want to see them dive into just different ideas surrounding these characters maybe like different costumes and stuff like that Got to imagine he's got a different costume than Clark Kent. Oh, has, I want so. that Valzad costume, that blue and silver one that's always going around. That that costumes. I'll, I'll pull it up. I'm not oh sure yeah, just put Michael B. Jordan Valzad. It's it's there. Tony Walt Gator says, uh, "Isn't he also working on Stag Shot movie?" Yeah, that's the rumor going around. I think he is, but I think he has just producing. I don't think he's starring in it at all. Wow. So I think it's very easy for him. But uh, yeah, I think this is a great route to go, just because if it is a series on HBO Max. One word that I imagine you could have is just like freedom 
or creative yeah. control. You know, that's thing where I don't think it has to fall the norms of the movie. And I'm not saying it has to be radar. I don't need to, like, even though Michael B. Jordan, sure, get his shirt off, show everything. But I'm not saying, like, <laughs> oh, now he's going to have, like, a fucking full-on X-ray. It's sexy. But I'm just saying that there's less pressures of it. it has to end with a big fight or has to do this why stuff like that. And plus, if it's multiple episodes, you could really flesh out that character. The only thing is just make sure if this is happening at the Sears and HBO Max, make sure that budget is hella good. I don't want a Superman show looking cheap, which actually I will say Superman Lois looks really good. So if you get that and make it even better, sure works for me. Michael B. Jordan, I've said this before, he's on the man crush list. He's one of the best actors going around right now. He has been everyone's kind of like dream pick for Superman, I think, for the past few were like years. And sometimes I feel like dreams picks just make complete sense, right? It's like a few you know years ago rosario dawson ahsoka it's just like yeah it's a typecast everyone wants it but sometimes everyone wants it because it's just perfect you know and i feel like he would do a perfect version of superman but he could do his own type obviously that's a great thing about playing a different character but he could put his different spin on it which i know michael b jordan could so i'm all for this i it's funny though i do think though if this happens the other one doesn't happen i Uh, don't think static shock no 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 the uh jj abrams black superman one that's what i think oh yeah I, I just have a feeling that, I, and I don't know what that story is, but I just feel like if you're making two products that are maybe too similar or just like the idea of one is a new character, but then the other one has this thing like, oh, well, it's Superman from a black man's point of view. They're, I feel like they're going to cross, sim- unless it's literally just an action movie, the JJ one's an action one and he just happens to be black, then sure. But like I feel like they could end up covering similar ideas and it's tough because... You can make a case for either one not happening, but I bet if this one happens, the other one might uh, might take a back seat, and we might might not get it. And that that's it's not that's fine with me, but it's like if I there's only I love JJ, but it's like if I get the chance to see Michael B. Jordan as Superman, that's the door I'm walking through. You know? Do you think so? Again, like this is just kind of talks right now, but is it out of the realm of possibility that this isn't live action and like they do something more like invincible where you can actually have like unlimited creativity on like, you can literally just have brains everywhere. If you wanted to, you can do crazy fight scenes and all this stuff because you don't have to worry about it being too like space channel CGI, you know? Uh, Cause I feel like certain, I don't know. I'll just throw like Supergirl in my mind. Like it just feels like lesser than like what a, like a main movie is. Nothing it to do is. with the gender of the characters, but it's just the way it is. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, is it just like, oh, no, it'll be live action for sure? Or is it, I don't know. We, we can see what happens. And then just, like, voiced by Michael B. Jordan, you know? Well, Michael B. Jordan's been on record. He says he absolutely hates any animation. So it's definitely not going to be animated. No, I think there's, like, a possibility. <laughs> but I think it I think it would be live action. I, I, I say it's, like, a like a 90% it's live yeah. action. I, so. Like, part of me is just thinking of how again i don't know what the numbers are invincible but like everyone that's seen the show just praises it and how phenomenal it is and how like new uh, it is to a, like a, a superhero genre um at least in my social circles so i feel like i don't know if you're doing a new version of a character you could do something like that and then it kind of i don't know like i, I feel like you don't even have to be a Superman guy. It's just like, oh, did you see this new Val Zod show? Oh, no, I don't. Oh, no, yeah, it's like a new multiverse of like Superman or like a new take on it. People, just, yeah, I don't know. I part of me is thinks that might be a successful, but you, know, you know, some people that see animation they'll write off, right? Ah, oh, it's a kid's show, or ah, oh, it's this or that, you know. For where sure. if you if you get Michael B. Jordan in that suit, people might be like, oh, what's this? Like, and that's probably the bigger yeah. poll, which is a bad thing. Like, I don't think it should be that way, but yeah. 
kind of sure. is. Yeah, I guess. So. I guess also if you have it as a live action show down the line, it's possible that he does get a a, a full movie out of it. Yeah, you, you never know, right? So it'd be harder oh, yeah. to have a, a animated character that's all of a sudden it's Michael B. Jordan live action and say it's the same universe. It's looking like Space Jam over here, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get some tunes so, yeah. in there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll keep up on that. Also, we've had similar conversations before, so hope, in my opinion, hopefully it happens. I would love to see that. I I think if it does happen, that's when they're saving for fandom in October. I think that's a big like announcement. If you haven't come out, you show concept art, you haven't talked about the show. I think that's a big get for them if that is the case. So, and it's gonna be interesting too if he's doing this and he is back in Black Panther too, like some of those rumors suggested. It's like. He's busy and Static Shaw he's producing, so he's a busy guy, he's you know. So, so there you go. Yeah, you know who else is busy sometimes? Is uh I don't know, I think his name's Ash Ketchum or something. He's that fucking Pokemon kid. <laughs> Either way, it came out today that uh Netflix is going to be doing a live action Pokemon show. Not much is known, not any more details. That's just what's happening right now. So what were your thoughts when you heard this? My thoughts went to Detective Pikachu. Uh, just like... <laughs> Detective Pikachu, you mean? Is that what I said? Detective Pikachu? Pikachu, yeah. Pikachu. Oh, you're, you're giving me shit. The guy that yeah. says Pokemon, not Pokemon. It's an E with an accent, Pikachu. Travis. Pikachu. Okay. Oh, it's Pika with an A. Pika. Pokemon. Pika. Pika. No, that's how the freaking mouse says it. You're not a mouse. Say it. You're like a human, so say it properly, sir. The mouse says it? What are you, some oh, Disney hater? That's Pikachu how the mouse, is a mouse says it. No, Pikachu's a mouse. Uh, yeah, sure he is. And I'm, and I'm the fucking president of Canada. I'll take you Continue. to school on Pokemon. Not Pokemon, like you like to say it. Pokemon. I always like. I, I'm not sure. I was never sure if you're just saying that Pikachu. to like throw shit at like Pokemon, but... No, God, no! I'm uh, saying uh, it. Other people have said this too. That about you saying Pika, Pikachu. Is it a Pika? Pikachu. Pika. Yeah, Pikachu. Pikachu. I yeah. disagree. Pikachu. Pick and choose the way that you want to say Pikachu. So, what do you think uh, about the show, sir? <laughs> the electric mouse, Pikachu. There you go. S pubs. You know, it is mouse. But anyways, um, what do I think about this news? I. I don't know. As, I, as I, Bubs I, with like a presidential statement. I gave my thoughts in the Discord. I don't really have anything else to say. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, nice. I do not have sexual intercourse with that female. Yeah, um, it's all in the Discord. <laughs> I put up my full statement about the sexual Discord on Discourse on Discord. That's hilarious. Um, I've kind of been like out of the group chat so i haven't even heard like oh, the, po- the pokemon you muted it you and, muted it no i haven't muted it it's just you know the, the day was busy so i i only saw what news i really wanted to see and i oh, didn't, you, I didn't oh, okay. you, you mean today pokemon. i thought yeah. you mean today i thought you meant in general no 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 just the, around around this news and i so i don't even know what like the loyal pokemon fans in our chat are they're probably pretty positive on it just more pokemon well, of course. stuff i guess they yeah. love anything pokemon they'd be like oh we got pokemon like cards that will tax you more and then they're like <laughs> fuck yeah i need to buy it yeah so i mean po- pokemon has an interesting place in with me because i feel like i really love the original show like i had like the dvds and stuff for it and again i just like 
all of my friends had like the the Pokemon cards. But even as a young kid, I remember when they're coming out with like the new gens, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? I've already collected all 150 Pokemon. Like, why do I have to get more? Like, I I remember being a, as a kid. I'm like, this is like a cash grab. Fuck this. Like, I, I was like already kind of out of it at that point. The games are fun, but like the new games, I can't really get into because I just feel like it kind of it kind of scratches that nostalgia itch for me of just what the game is. But because it's changed so much, a part of me is like, I just want that top down black and white, like classic Pokemon. Um, so I, I, I feel like I've kind of grown out of it where I, I, when Good. I get new Pokemon stuff, <laughs> the demon on my shoulder, Travis Snell, mm-hmm. I, I feel like when there is new Pokemon stuff coming out, I, I kind of see it. And then I don't get too invested in it, so because it's, it's like, not new, it's just a recycled, reskin game. I haven't even seen Detective Pikachu, and that's not because like I've heard your takes on it. Um, Shay quite liked it. I, for whatever reason, didn't see it with her, but I remember just seeing like the trailer for it, and I'm like, this just this just doesn't look fun to me. Like this I like Ryan. Shit. Re- <laughs> I like Ryan Reynolds, but like it's just weird to me that he was Pikachu, and I'm sure. Yeah, an that, I always will think that was a mistake, yeah. in my opinion. And honestly, yeah. like, can you search at the box office that movie? Because I remember, <laughs> I remember too. Like, so many people were talking about, like, wow, this is going to be huge, and this is going to be like a billion dollar franchise, and can't wait. And it's just like I'm. I remember it not being like a modest hit, or like what you got so, it right yeah, there. Uh, budget yeah. was 150 million flat. Take that how you how you want, and then yeah. it made 433 million. So if you double it, which people say doubling is like the bare minimum, but let's say you double it, so it made a profit. But for me, for a thirty million, a po- it's not a billion a, dollar franchise. That's no, for, for sure. a what a Pokemon movie? Do you call it Pokemon? Pokemon? Yep. What? Do, how do you say? Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, I yeah. think that. I was surprised that it was not bigger. And I think that is a big sense of, we'll say this with all things. We have big Marvel fans, big DC fans, stuff like that. But you need the general audience still. If you just took every Marvel comic book fan, the MCU wouldn't exist because they wouldn't all be like, it wouldn't be that huge number it is now. Right. I think, pokemon choose that i like the world some of the concepts i just won yeah the, the movie's not good in my opinion it's not um <laughs> writing acting everything like that ryan reynolds was a really weird choice and it was just like why would you start with detective pikachu as kirkland say first you know i feel like you build that world up and it, it's tough because i saw someone this treat this tweet was going around of like oh warner brother loses again because they were the one that made <laughs> detective pikachu and people are like oh they could have could have made this as hbo max i 100 percent agree that they did miss an opportunity there but at the same time depending on how much these rights cost and everything like that if they looked at and they looked at the mood success and they went, you know what there's not as big as a mark as we thought now People might think I'm going to shit on this. I'm not because uh, S. Bob says uh, Ryan Reynolds Pikachu is one of the things people liked about the movie above everything else. I mean, Pokemon is a $105 billion franchise. It is, but not in the movies. That's the thing. And I heard that S. Bob all the time. Like, you, Pokemon's so fucking big, it's going to kill. We even talked about, like, would this be a top 10 movie of the year? And it didn't. It just felt like it came and went. Like, and no one talks about it now. Like, it's just like, it's, it feels like yeah. one of those movies, like, right, they made that. And I know people liked Ryan Reynolds, but I just feel like for myself, and even I think Jessica, who's like the massive Pokemon fan, was still like, yeah, I wish they would win something else or a different voice. I just think that was them trying to go for the mainstream and it just didn't work out. But for me, if you're a longtime listener, you know, other than a few examples, I think 
majority of video games should be TV series. I think they just work better. I think you can flesh out the world. You could do a side quest as a side movie. You can do all yeah. this stuff. I think Pokemon especially could work really well. You just got to make sure you got a good budget because you don't want those things to look bad because if those monsters or whatever the fuck they are, the slaves they keep in little balls, if they don't look good, <laughs> oh, the Pokemon. show... Yeah, and that's where I think for the most part, Detective Pikachu looked good. There's some creatures and whatnot where it was like, eh, this could be a little bit better, but I think it's a great call. I was going to say I'd just check out the pilot, but the fact that it is Netflix and probably bingeable, I would maybe watch it I out of curiosity because... I joke about Pokemon as far as hating it. I do dislike it, but it's not so much disliking it. It's just that I had to hear about it all the time. It's not a franchise for me. <laughs> and I just, but I know there's potential there. I just think Det- Detective Pikachu was not it. So um, uh, Tony says that movie should have been a hit at box office wise. Pokemon has such nostalgia for people. Pokemon Go is insanely popular and people still play that game. I agree 100%. With the fact of Pokemon Go being so popular in that movie, like I said, just kind of came when it was very weird. So to me, that says everything you want to know about that movie. S Bub says, I feel more, feel like more than. Uh, the movie that most other fans, because I didn't play the video game, uh, the movie is basically a one-on-one of the game. Yeah, it's, it is, but it's just like, for me, it's still like, I feel like you started, this is where I was going to ask you, because you know a bit more Pokemon lore. We were talking about all those handsy in the Discord. Do you think with this show they would create, here is Kirkland Pats or the Pokemon Catcher, or do you think there is a, hey, this is Ash Ketchum, this is some of that crew and stuff like that? Like, where do you go? I was in the camp that I feel like they should use Ash or some of those characters or just kind of like jump off the popularity and i think that will help if you're using characters also not just the creatures yeah. you're lo- you're using these characters that people know and love i think they should i think that's a smart play even if they're not the main characters they should be in the show but where are you do you think ash could be the main character this or do you think oh it's netflix they're going to create their own world around it i can see it being ash i feel like part of me thinks that they should not do pardon me uh not do ash um at least first because i mean you make the argument that he's like the most well-known pokemon trainer he's pretty much the protagonist of the entire like franchise and but i don't know because like that's a lot of pressure to have this is a live action version of the character and if everyone just like either hates the casting or hate hates his line delivery or just i don't know they're like oh this is just sucks and then they have to move forward with this version of ash whereas you know they grew up watching like the cartoon version of him and i think like since they've done like i don't know what it is now pokemon sun and moon i think sun and moon are the last ones i know of so let's just use that one as an example so they have ash but he's like it might be like animated differently but he's like pretty much the same character so like this character has been around if you've really been following pokemon like forever so i feel like there's just a lot of pressure to like fill those shoes uh especially on a live action screen so was um, Spider-Man, though. Spider-Man, how long was he around then? We didn't get a movie until 2002, you know? That's a good point. I feel like it's hard for me to, like, understand that because I was born in 96. So, like, 2002 is, yeah. like, I, 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 like, yeah, I'd seen, like, the 60s, like, con- like a- animated series, but, to- like, Toby was, like, my first Peter Parker. Uh, I feel like I saw more of Spider-Man in the mask on, like, the cartoons back in the day, but really it was toby as the character that made me like know who he was so he's been 10 for yeah exactly he's like the simpsons or family guy you know they just don't age let's just say this is really successful 
you know, humans age. You can't really fake that on screen. So. I, but I think that's fine where it's like you make those characters actually age. I think they ju- Kirkland just doesn't want them to catch Ash or cast Ash because he's having Dragon Ball like evolution flashbacks where he's yes, seeing exactly. Goku live and it's like, this is not Goku. But it's funny because <laughs> even like in our Discord online, like S-Bub says, I think they'd be Ash. The story would definitely remix with new and old characters. But then Tony says, I don't think, I don't need Ash. If they have Pokemon, that'll do. But if you think they have at least an Easter egg, a special appearance, old generation group ash this generation can meet someone new and that's what i've seen like i said spread throughout of cases pro and four i just think from a business standpoint you use ash i think that gets people's eyes on it right away that also shows hey we're not going with fucking detective pikachu we're not going with his son we're going with yeah. okay this is like the you know you like the nostalgia hit on it everything like that so that's why i think they'll go there even if he's just a character you know and uh True. it's gonna be interesting I, I that show has potential to blow up because i think unlike a movie where you got to go for mainstream people go ah, i gotta spend 12 15 bucks i can skip detective pikachu where if it's just a click of the button with netflix you already own could be really well done and it's uh again i still think video games are all better as tv series for the most part so yeah we're gonna take our last ad break and then we just got a few last few stories and then we'll be right back and we're back so kirkland i might be throwing to the wolves here but if not i can go have you seen any exorcist movies before I've seen the first one for sure. I think I've seen like, you probably don't count it, but like the exorcism of Emily Rose. I don't think that's the same franchise, but it's an exorcist movie. So I've seen that one. (laughs) You don't like that one? (laughs) No, it's just not in this franchise. You know, there's the exorcist. Exorcist Yeah. Yeah. So they announced that uh, David, what is his full name? David S green or David something green. Anyways, the guy who just directed the last three Halloween movies, they are giving him and his team $400 million. Oh, that's yeah. where my name came from. Thanks for figuring it out on your own, Travis. Oh. Now. There you go. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> Good job. Uh, you got me there. They're giving $400 million. So people are like, really? $400 million? They're making him make three fucking movies. Like he's going to be using that all throughout the, everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, they announced, which I am kind of surprised. They announced there's going to be a trilogy. They're going to have the original actress who came back, who played Re- Reagan back. And then uh, Odell, uh, I think it's like Leslie Ooh. Odell Jr. Or what's his name? Um. I'm not oh, seeing I, much of his work. I was looking at uh, the yeah, Lin, Lin, Linda Blair. So that's yeah. Reagan, so she's coming like. back. And yeah, then, yeah. Leslie Odom Jr. So. Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah, who I've not seen in much or anything. But the plot is he has a daughter. She gets possessed by I imagine maybe something similar to what Reagan did, and then he's going to go to her to get help. I really like that idea. I think that's really good. I think it has that Force Awakens Creed aspect of bringing in the old cast and mixing a new casting of adventure i a few weeks ago it's funny when this story was first broken it was just one movie and it was a remake of exorcist and the internet hated it they just destroyed it and as i've said before (laughs) i don't really care because sure remake the exorcist because it's like it's still there as we've talked about before i don't care if they announced next year they're remaking lord of the rings i still have those other original movies and like sure either these suck or i got a new version so bring it on but 
it's it, it's interesting. I I want to know what the pitch is. There's two things I'll say about this. I want to know what the pitch is because to get a whole trilogy of Exorcist on paper, I go, that's pretty bold. So it's like, what is this idea that's going to span over three movies when we got sequels to Exorcist, but they were not good. The first movie was just like this one case with this girl. Let's help get this demon out of her. But then two, the other thing is these are the same team that did the last, you know, the first Halloween and now they're doing Halloween Kills that comes out this year and Halloween Ends that comes out next year. To me, this shows that Universal is very confident in those movies and they really like working with these people the fact they would give them all this money and just say not even you're doing one exorcist let's see how it goes they're giving them three just here you go here's a trilogy that's a lot so it does intrigue me we talk about we hopefully are going to retro these because i think those would be some fun episodes but uh yeah what about you are you interested in seeing a continuation to the exorcist because there are sequels but in my opinion i have a theory they're gonna halloween it where it's just gonna be a sequel just to the first one that's what i bet they'll do yeah, no, I I think it's just such a fun idea because The Exorcist is one of those movies that like just so many people know about. It's just such a classic horror yeah, movie. Oh, yeah. Um like again, like I think I watched the first one with my dad. So like he has a lot of experience with the I, he's probably seen all of them. So when I tell him this news because uh, he doesn't really keep up to date with all the the new not news listen to Geekverse. To, uh maybe not this far maybe like the first 20 minutes about music but uh yeah <laughs> um so like i think he'll be like really really stoked because again it's just a movie that came out so long. like what was the first one 1970s i 70? think so yeah yeah so like like he grew up when these movies were coming out so like for him that's a lot of nostalgia and i feel like there'll be a lot of people that are like around my dad's age they'll just get really excited for this because again it's just jumping back to those types of movies where yeah it's not it's not really a nostalgia thing for me it's just it's such like an iconic movie of like the little girl just like her head spinning around you know and like those scenes like they're pretty easy to like remember and which is I, tough though for this movie for sure no for sure yeah. like y- you can only recreate that scene like maybe once and then if you're just doing it multiple times like oh no what are we doing here they're just trying to I don't think they even do it once. I think you gotta do yeah, something yeah. else. Yeah, I think like may- maybe you could do some sort of tribute. Like it looks like it happened, but like I th- well, it's tough because you didn't see the first Halloween that they did. But actually, it does that where in for me and Dylan, it like tributes it too much. So maybe they actually will. Maybe they will just do it. I- I'll take that back because there is a few times <laughs> in Halloween where it's like, oh, this is exactly like the first Halloween, and you're almost just remaking it. So. It, it is tough, though, because and I feel like this one is just like you have Halloween and Friday 13th, but those had so many sequels in the slasher franchise. It's like sequels are way more common, right? But this one that even did get sequels, it feels just so singular. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, so it's not even a movie. It's the fact that it's three movies is like, what the fuck did they pitch, you know? Are they fear street fear streeting it? Ooh, it's like, that'd be pretty crazy. Every <laughs> every week you gotta go back to the theater and pay another twelve to fifteen dollars though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, I it again, it's just really, really interesting to me because again, they're gonna have to find a way to make it more modern and yep. be, you know, something new, but also like jump or um like come from the because like you're saying it seems like they're gonna probably just sequel it from the first movie and so you got to attach it to that but also make it more modern make it more just relevant to nowadays technology and whatever it might be um but like the idea of what the exorcist exorcist is like it's it's pretty basic right like just like a priest is coming to this house and then it's just like this child uh the viewer 
we don't really know what's going on. All of a sudden, it like it kind of gets like she's pretty demonic looking, and then you know the movie plays on from there. But I, I just think that idea is really really fun. And like I, I mentioned, the extras of Emily Rose. There's probably been so many different versions oh, of these types yeah. of movies. Um, and again, they're probably just all stemming from that original. Hundred percent. Kind of like make off the success there. But I, I just think, especially since it's like attached to that original that gets me really excited whereas if it was just like the exorcist of taylor field like okay if it's actually Ooh, taylor yeah. field i would be interested <laughs> he needs one he needs one yeah but like you know i'm just inserting a blank name there like that doesn't really get me interested but just the fact that this is just a trilogy 400 million like this is your money to work with spread it amongst those three films i'm i'm excited to see what happens yeah, first one's supposed to be coming out 2023. So again, Halloween kills us this year. Halloween ends is next year. And then the year after this guy has a movie coming out with that. So like I said, I think, and it's the same company everything like that. So I think they're pretty confident in them. So yeah, when we get two years from now, ask us. But like I said, I think it's be, as we talked about this weekend, M. Night Shyamalan, I think would be a fun retro. And I think this would be a fun retro. Because I think there's some pretty bad sequels in there too that would have... Uh, We'd have a good time picking apart and everything like that. So uh, this last story that I got is, so this had been a rumor for a little bit, and then it popped up again that Nether Realms was working on a Marvel fighting game. So they said this came out a few months ago, but then it's coming back up. Uh, let's see here. I was trying to find, there was some leaks of, here was the list of the characters that were included in this game. Um Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Wolverine, Black Panther, Groon Rocket as a duo character, Blade, Gamora, Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, Gambit, Sung Chi, Kitty Pride, Invisible Woman, Mr. Fantastic, Hulk, uh, Scar, uh, Dr. Octopus, ooh, Dr. Octopus, that'd be fucking fun, Blob, Mojo, Bullseye, Mephisto, Dakin, really? Dakin's giving us Armin Zola, Venom, Abomination, Deacon Frost, and Madam Mask. So, that is quite a roster, and this was, again, kind of like our trailer, according to Reddit user, Comic-Con <laughs> Throwaway, uh, that they were working on this. I know people were hyped a few months ago, hoping it was a DC versus Marvel game, but I... <sighs> fighting games are so tough, because you guys bought Mortal Kombat recently, and for me, it's like, this sounds great, I'm into, but it's like, I sometimes go, just, am I going to spend 60 80 dollars on it now this is a bit different because even the injustices i've wanted to catch up on and us like review or play the third ones even for streaming i think they'd be fun as we're starting to do that more so we'll see i even want to just watch like the movie cutscenes of injustice because people say good things about that but like I, I want to get in the fighting games, but fighting games have always had a thing where i enjoy but then i get they get a little too repetitive for me and i know that's why you switch characters but just the the general how you play it the combo stuff like that so it's always games like i can't justify it but i hope this happens because one i want marvel to continue to do different games and two just to see what they do because injustice that game came out a whole comic book series came out they're making an animated movie about that right now that spawned a whole different franchise for dc just based off this video game that people really enjoy even snyder he lifted some stuff from that just storyline like evil superman stuff in that so that's what just gets me excited to see like what is the team from injustice and mortal Kombat create with a marvel license and that's where it's like and i might be shield because marvel's like i love that more than mortal Kombat or dc so it's like i really like that roster like i didn't even read it i had heard some of them but like doc ock and like dak and wolverine son and like armin Zola. Yeah. like there's some mysterio really, that one yeah, really caught my interest there there's some <laughs> really weird did i say mysterio i thought you did no i don't think so run that shit back 
I will. Uh, let's see. But yeah, I guess what I are you check the YouTube? Yeah. So I um, this got me so excited. I got I picked up the latest Mortal Kombat. No, Mephisto. Mephisto is oh, what I said. Yeah. Okay, which would go. be just as intriguing, I think, too. Just as intriguing. And finally, like, if you have any experience with like at least the latest Mortal Kombat games, like they all—I mean, you played Injustice. They all have like unique lines, like when interacting. I guess the Batman oh, yeah. one—that's that, kind of a running meme. I'm Batman. Like, I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but and like, we just played the just, game again on the charity stream. Remember a few months ago? Exactly. Yeah, that was. Uh, what are they called? My gosh, I don't even know what they call those assholes—the ones that took over our show what i i'm blanking right now i'm blanking right now Travis the assholes who took over show. and uh no it wasn't no Travis. you it was and your taylor brother. played it, it was your, no it was your brother and uh well yeah from hunka hunka yeah, there you uh, go thank you i forgot what they're called. that was in just no hunka. i'm saying but mortal kombat 2 i just played where they had those similar cutscenes. we just played uh, that on the okay, stream you and taylor. you're still talking about justice we're come on now we're getting laid into the cast as <laughs> says um, wasn't this news for months ago it was and then this rumor came back up so i don't think we ever talked about on cast but that's why because more evidence yeah. of it and this was the roster of it so it looks kind of that kind of kingpinish where it's like if there's smoke is there fire yeah so i was uh what was i gonna say oh yeah so just like the different like interact like i don't know opening dialogue i could totally see like some funny like mephisto like talking about wandavision or something like oh you didn't see me then here i am now like you know like i could totally see them like breaking like the fourth wall in that that situation because they have some very unique lines um i was gonna also mention like i picked up the latest mortal Kombat, literally just in, te- in anticipation for like the movie because i just got hit with my because one of my first games ever was mortal Kombat one on the sega genesis like i i love those games so they do have nostalgia for me um and then playing the latest one i i fell in love with it i feel like i am really in like the nether realms bandwagon now like i'll probably be following all their upcoming games because i was just so impressed with the quality of that game it played so smoothly all the characters look gorgeous uh they like the story mode was just phenomenal i was very impressed about like the just the story like how it was written it was like Mm. a really good story which you're not buying those games for the story usually it's just like an arcade fighter but i i i was super blown away about that one so just the just the thought of like doing an MCU one just got me so excited because I was so impressed with the latest one and then if you know they get the <laughs> the Marvel banner on there I I'll probably be a sucker and yeah. if it's an 80 90 dollar game I probably will get it like Well right I was going to say I don't think it would be MCU I think it would just be their own kind of a Marvel thing I didn't even continue reading down so I have a few more things oh my so gosh. Uh, Dead. When you're talking about like the openings, they said Deadpool will be a pre-order bonus. Which mm, think about all those go. interactions. Again, so this is that this is something that I smell that makes me call bullshit on this. But then if it's real, this is hype. But they go, they already say they they know what the first DLC pack is. So I'm like, okay, like maybe. <laughs> but like this is where I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna give you the, the DLC pack and let me know until you think uh, the person could be in or could be not. Okay. So the first one, <laughs> like these are the four: Daredevil. Seems fine, right? That would make sense. Daredevil. Cyclops. Makes sense again to me. Raiden. Makes sense. As even in Injustice, they had some, you know, Scorpion. Oh, did was they in have there. crossover? Yeah, oh, they okay. did. Yeah. Kylo Ren of the Star Wars franchise. Uh that's that's interesting. <laughs> if we're doing the We Got Discovered BS meter, that makes my BS meter go really high. Now, also, <laughs> if that is real. 
I'm that is my money sunk in because I am everyone knows I'm the number one Kylo Ren fanboy but I also think like that'd be I think him in a fighting game would be tons of fun and him like mix out with those characters if we were to commit to review I would maybe I'd maybe jump in with you, Kirk. And I, I, could, <laughs> I can't pull my arm that much. But then, also, I got another piece of news after that. But let me know about what do you think about that? Daredevil, Cyclops, Raiden, and Kylo Ren as the first DLC pack. Again, I almost just wonder, like, how would they know this far along? But then this yeah. person maybe is just in deep with them. Yeah, but I mean, again, the B, the BS meter kind of bounces around in that instance for sure. At the end of the day, they are Disney, right? Marvel or Disney owns Marvel. Disney yeah. Star Wars, so it is possible. Oh, I just 100%. Feel, I just feel like I until I see it, I don't want to get excited for it because, like, again, just like you, like I was already saying, I would probably get this day one, but just the like the possibility of getting like Star Wars characters as well, let alone like Kylo Ren. Give me that like mask off variation when he's just got like the long, nice Adam oh, Driver the mask, hair and all you know. Well, I guess you said well, variation, right? Yeah, and and Mortal Kombat games, at least in the latest one, like. The amount of customization you could do in your character—it's literally absurd. Like you can you can change everything about like it's crazy. So again, let's just keep feeding into this theory that we're getting Kylo Ren in there. You could totally get different versions of it for sure. A rumor goes on to say that Neverrealms Marvel fighting game will be loosely based on the World War Hulk storyline. Will feature gameplay similar to seen in Justice. Many characters will be redesigned oh. and reimagined for the game, while many iconic movie costumes will be added in over time. Hashtag giving that Toby Spider-Man costume. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's uh, that that's interesting. So World War Hulk too. That could kind of almost be similar as Justice, as far as the Hulk's taking over the world and destroying. It, and you're like in this sort of, you know, it's very similar in Justice in that sort of sense of like. Uh, almost post-apocalyptic thing but that could make sense of like if hulk is your big bad at the end and like like that and it, it also works too because scar his son is in it's listed as a fighter which you would to me go that's kind of random why is just hulk's son in there but if that's part of the story that would make lots of sense, totally and, sense yeah. yeah and the fact this is my boy moon knight's in there is already like they're showing me some love so yeah the one that makes me really question is not question which is like deacon frost he's that blade villain and it's like Oh, that's a strange choice, but uh, yeah, that's um, Deacon that's Frost. A, yeah, isn't that, isn't that Blade? Yeah, the Blade villain. Yeah, he's okay. Blade villain. Yeah, I just said yeah. that, Kirkham. He, Sorry, he's, I was he's, not he's, listening. Yeah, he's thinking too you. much about this game, but no, I yeah, like I said, you you wouldn't you don't have to twist my arm a little bit to, uh, for us to play and get a review down, you know, maybe just because <laughs> like it would be I, I want to be in the fighting games where there's just so many games to do, but I've been trying to true. game man. So yeah, I, I was pretty like like push back on like the arcade fighters because i felt like i don't know i feel like i'm kind of out of that i don't know era. Uh, yeah exactly like i felt like that's so attached to like an arcade where you actually have like the the stick and everything or like sega genesis in my mm -hmm. mind until i jumped into this latest one and i'm like wow the story is phenomenal in this yeah the the details phenomenal all the customization and like it's just really fun game to play um it it makes it it makes because you know, all the games are technically the exact same. You have three rounds, just fight it out. But there's just something that makes it so, have so much replayability. And I was I was very blown away with this recent game. I mm -hmm. part of me is like, it am is I going to really regret good. this purchase? Am I going to just play it for like a weekend or something? But no, I 
I really, really love that game. Anytime Taylor wants to play me again, I'll wipe his ass with Sindel, just oh, like I did last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's saying he needs to train more, so we'll see what comes up charity stream. But um, that's the thing with Nether Realms. Like, even when I played it last, I'm like, oh, it's a great game. I played it at friends. And then when I played again at Taylor's with you guys doing it, it's just like they do just make such high quality games. So it's like I never worry about that. Like, drop money. I know, like, if I want an arcade fighting game, you're going to get the best of the best here. And uh, yeah. And then, oh, as Bob says, Blade is a major part of the story. It would make sense, I guess. Honestly, I suppose I gotta reread World War Heart. It's been a long. It's definitely been like ten plus years. I think I only read it once. So if you're right on that, as far as I remember Blade being in it, but that would make sense as far as Deacon Frost. But yeah, I gotta maybe that's a comic book versions to do uh, if that game's coming out. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I wonder. So they just finished the DLC for Mortal Kombat, and they said there was no more. So I wonder how long this game would be because we have that Mar- marvel future fight game that's on the pc i think and then we have guardians coming out they're still doing avengers content we know they're getting another spider-man so yeah i'm wondering next year's probably too early but i wonder maybe 2023 ish maybe we get something in the realm of possibility or you think that's even too early you said 2023 yeah um and then we're just assuming that these rumors came out of comic-con no these have been rumored for a while i think there's just a poster going ham just like hey i'm gonna just post some shit yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna early 2023 late 2022 that's my wild guess oh maybe maybe i should check when the last nether realm releases are some reason i feel like they might have like a window of when they just naturally release yeah. games kind of how, like call of duty is november like they're just known for november releases i feel like maybe um anyways yeah well i know they had just announced like i said last month that they, i think last month that they were fully done the dlc there would be no more so people kind of took those like they're fully working on that game but they could have people already working on it right so yeah it looks Perfect. like it's pretty much bounced all over march uh yeah maybe maybe early 2023 then <laughs> <laughs> fanboy classes 2023 e3 yeah maybe it just depends how much marvel wants to control the narrative but they did have the guardians reveal there so yeah that would make sense oh, there get Te- kang i could totally see kang in there oh <laughs> uh, oh, technically totally. marvel and dc have crossed over in fortnite already los pup says yes that that's true you know but Maybe just maybe this game because they uh, Ed Boon it's like oh yeah we'd love to do it and then obviously it hadn't happened so maybe this game happens and then there's some sort of conversation and man that would be huge you know just agree just say we're gonna split the call we're gonna split the price fifty fifty you know where we make fifty fifty it's not that hard you know very easy but uh, people gotta make things harder so. Hopefully this is a real game, man. It's not just something we're getting excited for, and it's just one of those fake-ass rumors that never happened. You know, like how many Superman games were in development that got canceled, but it's like, oh, it's going to get revealed this year. So anything else to say on this? No, I'm excited to uh, follow follow it closely for any new news. Yeah. Well, we did it. We did. We're coming on two hours here. That was a big, lengthy newscast, but it was uh, lots of fun. Yeah. We we had tons of news to talk about. So I know I will be back in a couple days. I'm going to be doing newscasts. Kirkland's like a. What's your percentage, Kirkland? That you'll be here for Wednesday. You said under um, fifty, didn't you? Over fifty now. 
Over say. 50 now. Wow. We'll see. So yeah. I know we're getting a new Ghostbusters trailer. So that'll be on the newscast. We get that tomorrow. Yeah. So you, you don't have, you know, you might want to be careful. It might spoil too much for you, you know, if you're going to watch it. But uh, I'm not too worried about that one. I, I feel like I feel like with Dune, I'm like, okay, no matter what happens, I feel like it'll just be an experience where now it's like, okay, maybe I, I want to see what I'm getting myself into. Prepare myself a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Ghostbusters, we know the kids are going to get the packs, fight some ghosts. But I'm excited to see just that world. So, uh, and I'm not even a big Ghostbusters fan, but it's just like I want I want them to get a mulligan, you know? I want them to get a win. So, and I'm sure there'll be other stuff popping off. So, thank you very much, sir, for joining. This was a good one. Thank you for everybody in the totally. chat, always adding to it, making lots of fun, having some good side conversations. And yeah, there was just tons of stuff to talk about. So, Thank you very much for tuning in. And you promise, you promise, I don't know what you promise, but we can promise you that it'll not be I boring. Promise. Yeah, we all <laughs> promise that nothing's going to be boring. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.